Hey everybody, welcome to TIW Podcast. I'm Eric, and today I watched AEW Dynamite episode 24, NXT episode 553, and NXT UK episode 85, broadcast on March 18th and 19th, 2020. So I don't normally watch AEW Dynamite, the only episode I've watched since like October or whenever it started. Um was the episode just two weeks ago uh that was here in colorado and um so uh, this week it was announced that nxt was going to be uh mostly like documentary type stuff interviews uh archival footage and all of that and so i figured you know not, there's not going to be any big surprises on that episode um i'm going to watch the first hour of dynamite because it was rumored tonight would be the night that the exalted one would appear and that seemed like something exciting to to tune in for live um and then switch over the second half uh during the second hour i watched survivor although the exalted one that segment happened um after the first hour so uh there's like 10 15 minutes that i was watching both survivor and AEW. um but it worked out as I got to enjoy the surprise um, as it happened um, and didn't get it spoiled and also didn't get anything from Survivor spoiled. So it was a pretty successful television watching night uh, as far as being spoiled, spoilers, spoiler free. But um, anyway, uh, so we started off uh, Cody in the in the ring addressing the empty arena or uh, theater that they they filmed the show from, uh, talking a little bit about the world and whatnot. But then he uh, segues that into talking to his fellow elite, to Matt Jackson, to Hangman Page, uh, telling them all to get over it, all the stuff that they've been going through and come together. Because uh, if this is going to be the last time they, that he wants to start it. No, did he say that? It might have been Matt that said that. And I am about to sneeze. Oh, wait. Excuse me. All right. So uh, Matt comes out. Kenny comes out. They they say, where's Adam? And Adam comes just into the entrance. And he, they ask him, well, are you, are you in this with us? And he just gives a quick little nod and a, a raise of his glass. Um, so, yeah, I thought this was a pretty, pretty good uh, opening of the show. Uh, I feel like I have a, 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 a little bit better of a handle of what's going on with everything than uh, being at the show two weeks ago. Uh, because of all the stuff from two weeks ago, I, I have knowledge of that now and so it kind of it carries over a lot but anyway uh there was some really i i didn't really take extensive notes on the what happened in the matches um but there was a lot of stuff that i really enjoyed um i i my, probably my favorite thing was mjf and uh sean spears gambling on all the matches throughout the night um and then there's some crossover with uh, other people coming and going uh th with having the wrestlers in the audience and some interviews happening from there in the audience uh that 
was able to add some interaction uh, with all of them because we had uh, Kabian or what's his name, Kip Sabian, Kabian. What? Uh, Sabian Kip Sabian uh, was out there with Penelope Ford, and after Penelope lost her match, it was a it was a fatal four way. Um, there's an interview with Colt Cabana and he is talking while well, he was saying some, some really nice things about Penelope, uh, but then was, uh, talking some trash about, uh, Kip Sabian. And then he's there like right behind them and he hears what he's saying and, uh, and he approaches them. They're, they're like going at it a little bit. And Cole is like, you know, I'm a wrestler too. Right. So like, let's fight or if you want to do that so yeah that was fun i like colt cabana a lot he's great um anyway before that match happened so that that match was uh, penelope ford versus Riho versus uh, chris statlander uh versus hikaru shida um hikaru um pinned penelope to get the win um and my favorite parts of this match um was anything that chris was doing i thought was re- really really good um but it was a good match in general. Uh, before that, we had Best Friends versus Lucha Bros with Orange Cassidy on commentary. Uh, man, that guy can talk talk your ear off if you give him a headset there. And I really enjoyed their – usually they hug, but it said they elbow bumped, and then they did the zoom out. That was great. Um, let's see. What is that? Oh, afterwards. <laughs> I had to get a, my my handwriting. Okay, let me show you guys. So I, if you're listening to this episode, you're not going to be able to see this, but go over to YouTube. I'm streaming uh, the streaming ver- streamed version of this episode, which is negligibly different from the uh, what you you hear in the audio version. But uh, I'm not going to do a lot of it, like the sneezing, all that. It's all going to just stay in there. Because whatever. But if you take a look at my notes, let's see. Um, Let me get the focus better here. Um, So I was trying to read this part. Challenge to actual. Okay. uh, Challenge to actual streets or parking lots. So I left out some words there. Um, the best friends, they challenged the Lucha Bros to a street fight or a parking lot fight. More, probably more uh, doable. An actual, a street fight in an actual street or parking lot. Uh, so that could be pretty cool. Uh, and depending on what NXT does next week, I'll probably keep watching both shows um, and kind of gauge it each week which one I actually watch live, at least for the first hour, because I'm definitely going to be continue watching Survivor live because, oh, man. Go watch or listen to my Survivor episode for this week is episode six of season 40. So great. And... Yeah, I enjoyed that. I thought that was that was the best show out of the three, out of all four of these shows, actually. So 
uh, I recommend go watching some Survivor. But if you haven't watched previous seasons of Survivor, this is your first season of Survivor, then it probably doesn't have the same appeal. Although it is still really, really interesting people. But I think the history of everybody, that really adds to the enjoyment. But anyway, back to back to Dynamite. Uh, we had the Butcher and the Blade versus Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. Luchasaurus uh, got the pin to win that match. Um, and then we had the Dark Order come out. The Exalted One is about to be presented. SCU interrupts. They're like, no, this is you're you're just wasting our time. There is no Exalted One. It's all just a it, it's a sham. But then the music hits, video package, and the Exalted One appears. It is Brody Lee, formerly known as Brody Lee. But between then and now, he's known <laughs> as Luke Harper uh, in WWE. And so they attack SCU, and we're off to the races with the Exalted One. So th- this I named this episode The Ones because there's another one a little bit later on to talk about um there's something else that happened between this and the main events i totally forget what it was i did watch it or at least had it on the tv uh to like get caught up uh and to see what i to fill in the gaps because later on i did see the very end of the show uh just as a clip but i thought it'd probably be good to to watch the whole rest of this episode um, well, you had Matt Jackson, Adam Page, and Cody, because uh, Kenny Omega is still uh, not medically cleared to compete. Uh, they fought uh, against Santana and Ortiz and, and, and Jake Hager, uh, three on three. Uh, we had an entrance for, uh, all, well, the inner, inner circle all made their entrances with it. Uh, Chris Jericho comes out, and we have Sammy Guevara uh, singing along to, to Judas. That was really fun. I did enjoy that. And um, and then we had had the match. I didn't write down anything from the actual match. Uh, but afterwards, I, I think Inner Circle won. Um, but Jericho cut, cuts a promo afterwards, and he says, you know what? I'm, it's, I'm making the call. All fans are banned from all future events. No matter what happens, it doesn't matter if 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 they're allowed to come again anyway. I I, I that's my ruling. So that was pretty funny. Um, but then, as they're down, um, having Nick Jackson, uh, they they're outnumbered. But as they're uh, uh, kind of face to face, or rather uh, facing off across a distance, face to face at a distance. Um, Vanguard one comes flying into the ring, and like as soon as I saw that, I knew, I knew, yeah, that's okay. That's what's happening right now, uh, and it lands. And uh, Matt's talking about how oh, I made a phone call. To somebody goes us a favor, and uh, we're not outnumbered. And then we see at the uh, up there in the audience in the in the stands up on the balcony. There's Matt Hardy he has returned. So that's the other one in the title of this episode's of the ones. So there, there you go. Um, so yeah, it would be pretty cool. I'm really, I'm glad that Matt Hardy is not the exalted one. Uh, it seemed like a lot 
a, a big percentage of people thought that he would be the exalted one. And um, I think that it's a really good thing that he's not because then he can do his own thing instead of being kind of uh, not, not really stuck, but having to fit into what they've already done with the dark order. Now he can just be completely his own thing, not attached to anything else that has been established yet. Um, whereas with, with Brody Lee, he can slide right in there and fit into that. Cause it's not like he had any characters or story stuff going on to, to lead into this from WWE or from even before that, all that kind of stuff. So, uh, I thought Brody Lee is a much better fit for that role. That's been being shaped over the last many months already. So. I don't. I. I. I think it'll, it'll be some uh, pretty cool possibilities. Um, however, the show moves forward in the future, um, it was a purposeful decision not to say next week on this episode, um, since it was. It's everything is so unsure of at it at the moment, um, and I thought that was uh, that's a good call, and it's similar to the call that I noticed last week on SmackDown that they didn't mention Tampa or uh, Raymond James stadium uh, when talking about WrestleMania, they only talked about, Oh, when, when WrestleMania happens and the date, and as it turns out, that's what they're going to do. They're going to have they're they're going to have the WrestleMania uh, not out of Tampa in the stadium, but uh, mostly out of the performance center. And most recently uh, that it will be, uh, from poss- from multiple locations, not just the performance center in the ring there. So that could be that has some pretty uh, cool possibilities. Um, and if it's all if like the entire thing is pre taped, totally fine. Like, like if they have WrestleMania filmed and done, like as I'm recording this two weeks out, that's that's great for, as far as health and safety and all that is concerned. Like. Get it all, get it all taped, and then we're on, then go on break after WrestleMania, and then we'll go from there after that. Just like wrap up all the storylines uh, in like the most epic way you can without an audience. That'll be that'll be real good. Um, but that so that brings us to uh, NXT because and and it makes a lot of sense now knowing that that they've been working on filming the next couple weeks of raw and smackdown um so they they don't have to do them live um it makes sense that they didn't do nxt live out of uh the performance center that they uh, were probably working on creating this uh the next couple weeks of stuff out of there at the moment so uh this week's nxt uh it was about an hour or so uh just going through the entire history of uh johnny gargano and tommaso champa um really great for um anybody who's just started watching nxt uh because this this story goes all the way back to like 2016 i think with the cruiserweight classic um so yeah, I thought it was it was really cool, and uh, they showed a good amount of matches, um, uh, especially uh, both of their matches at uh, Takeover Portland. So both of their most recent matches. Um, then we had uh, a, a documentary about Finn, uh, 
uh, talking about his rise and going uh, over to Raw and now making his return to NXT and that he's going after Walter and all of that. Uh, that was maybe only like a half hour-ish. Um, and also we got to see his his match versus um, Adam Cole at TakeOver Portland. Um, and then we had a, a, a video package uh, with Rhea talking about uh, her match coming up with Charlotte. And uh, so, yeah, the whole episode was really good, um, but it it's, uh, was all like recap of these stories so far. Um, and it's also, I mean, it's up in the air. When are these matches actually going to happen? Because TakeOver is not happening WrestleMania weekends. We're having Wrestle. That's another thing. WrestleMania is uh, happening over two nights, Saturday and Sunday. Uh, and TakeOver was previously going to happen that Saturday, but now its status is um, in question, uh, along with so many other things. So, yeah, I it was a cool, it was cool to see this kind of stuff and it's it's also really cool that that, that uh they're able to uh create new episodes without any like new stuff i know it can be seen as a negative but with how much they filmed all interviews and all that kind of stuff that they just have ready to use or prepared to use for other things or just for these video just for a video package before the matches um i think it's uh uh, it's it's a pretty cool episode overall with the commercial breaks it makes it a bit harder to watch than if this was just on the network just going straight through um same thing with pay-per-view matches um those uh, that they showed royal rumble this past monday and they showed elimination chamber last week those seem so much longer because they are a lot longer if they're not cutting anything out because they just basically just pause it for the commercial and come back right there. And that makes it just even, even longer than it was to watch it live. But anyway, as it, it, for, for the circumstances, I thought this is a good way to go. And with uh, the knowledge now that they are, have possibly already been working on uh, filming ahead of time for, for raw and SmackDown, it makes even more sense. Um, it was also hosted by Tom Phillips in Triple H. Um, I think they did it out of Stanford because they were on like a virtual set, or maybe, or maybe they might have been in Florida. I don't know, but um, they were not in the performance center, like the arena of the performance center. They were on a virtual set, green screen deal, um, which was it's totally fine for what they were doing for it. They're just hosting uh, this night. Um, and that brings us to NXT UK, uh, an episode that was filmed a couple of weeks ago. So we still have, I think, two more weeks of uh, NXT UK that they filmed with an, a live audience and all that. So if, if you're looking for the most normal wrestling, we still have a couple more weeks of of pre-global weirdness episodes of NXT UK to watch. Um, that might also be the, the case with NWA power. Um, I'm not sure I haven't been following, uh, keeping track of that because they, they tape up a whole bunch of episodes ahead of time as well. Um, but anyway, 
uh, I was really happy to see because this this was on Thursday. I didn't stream or anything on Thursday. It was a real. I just wasn't feeling like doing anything at all that day, uh, like the entire day. When I finally got around to doing something, it was uh, a couple hours after this was broadcast on the ne- the network. Um, and so I, I turned it on. Okay, I'll 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 check out. I'll watch NXT UK. I was planning to watch it anyway. I missed watching it as it was broadcast live. Um, not actually live, but uh, I, when it debuted on the network. And the show opens up with Kaylee Ray having a match uh, versus Danny Luna. Uh, she's fairly new. I think this might be her second match uh, since uh, joining NXT UK. But uh, that that immediately brightens my day. It made me feel a lot better uh, getting to watch a brand new, haven't seen it before, uh, Kaylee Ray match. Um, she wins via the Gory Bomb, um, and then Piper Niven appears, and the this her eyes being on the championship is. Uh, I mean, she's had her eyes on the championship for months now. But now Tony Storm is out of the way. She can no longer challenge Kaylee Ray. It's all Piper Niven's. It's all in Piper Niven's courts. Um, we had a backstage uh, clip uh, from from earlier in that day with everyone just looking at Finn, like he's he's like, what is it? Who does this guy think he is? He just comes here like he walks, like he owns the place, and he comes face to face with Tyler Bates who takes up that issue with Sid Scala and Johnny Saint, and he asks for a match with Finn Balor so he can kind of put him in his place. Uh, they said, well, maybe that'll happen later, but in two weeks, there's going to be a 20-man battle royal to determine who will be Walter's next opponent. I think it's to be who... I think it's to determine that. To, de- to be who will challenge for the UK championship Uh at, yeah, I think they did say it would, uh, take over Dublin, but who knows when if that takeover will happen. But hey, we'll we'll see. Play play out what you've already done for this month. Uh, it's the episodes that you filmed. I think that's okay. And then we have uh, an Aoife Valkyrie uh, video package, uh, and then uh, a challenge issued to Valkyrie by Nina Samuels. So I think that we'll see that either next week or the following week. Uh, then we had Joseph Connors versus Ridge Holland. Uh, Ridge Holland won that match via Northern Grits. Uh, then backstage, we see that Mark Andrews has been attacked and his friends suspects that uh, Gallus is responsible. And so they challenge them. Um, and that ends up being our main event. But before that, we have Cassius Ono versus Kenny Williams. Um, Cassius Ono wins that match via the Cassius Clutch. And then our main event of Gallus uh, versus the the team of Flash Morgan Webster, uh, Bomber Dave Mastiff, and their surprise teammate, Trent Seven. And he gives them uh, he gives them honorary Mustache Mountain towels. So that they could do the entrance, the thing with the, the towel on the rope with them. But they neither of theirs stay on there. Trent Seven, of course, is, does it perfectly. So I, I, I enjoyed that. I thought that was kind of neat. 
That was, oh yeah, this is the first time those two ever did that. Of course, the towel falls off. I've been really surprised if all three towels stayed on. So they're like honorary mustache mountain. They could be building like a mustache mountain range, uh, adding these guys into the fold. I don't know. Could work. Uh, oddly enough, this episode did not feature appearances by anybody in Imperium. So that's kind of interesting. But uh, the match happened with Joe. Uh, the, the match ended with Joe Coffey pinning Flash Morgan Webster, um, and so the, uh, Gallus remains on top as far as tag team wrestling goes. Joe still wants his hands on that UK championship. Um, I'm sure that he and the others are going to be in that 20 man battle Royal. I mean, like everybody's going to be in that. They they basically have 20 men on the roster. So I think everybody is in that match, but we'll see in two weeks. And that's it. That's all uh, for this week's Wednesday and Thursday night shows that I watch. Of course, there's also some other stuff, uh, I think, that uh, was broadcast on those two days, uh, but it's, um, I'm not sure. But anyway, uh, if there is other stuff this week that you've enjoyed watching, also, I watched The Bump this morning. It's a really good episode. Um, it's the first time I've watched an entire episode and the first time I've watched it as it broadcasts live. Um, I watched bits and pieces of other episodes of the bump early, uh, before, but this one was great at Braun Strowman and they like overlapped guests. So they had started with Braun Strowman, then brought Drake Maverick in, and then he left and Braun Strowman still stayed on the line and then, uh, brought, uh, Alexa bliss on to talk, uh, uh, about, uh, all, all kinds of stuff, but also talking. Braun Strowman was still on the line, and then Braun Strowman left, and Alexa Bliss continued on for for a while. Uh, so it was really, really great, like Skype format for that. And uh, then also Xavier Woods appeared at the end of the show, uh, talking about all the stuff he's got going on. So it's it was a it was a solid episode of the Bump. Go check it out. It's on uh, YouTube. So. Uh, yeah, that's pretty, that's everything, uh, as far as wrestling goes that I wanted to talk about later tonight. I'll, uh, talk about tonight's episode of SmackDown shortly after, uh, it finishes broadcasting. Uh, so stay tuned for that. And, uh, let me know what you thought about all of these shows, what you're excited for to see happen in the future on these shows. Um, it's uh yeah we're just i mean we're just going week to week but uh the stories that are developing and are unfolding um i mean i'm enjoying uh, pretty much everything right now and uh hopefully everybody else is as well uh so let me let me know what you thought about all that stuff by tweeting me at tiw podcast go to tiwpodcast.com for more reviews if you enjoyed this episode or anything else on the site please share some links with your friends Subscribe in iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, wherever you like to listen. Uh, stay safe out there in all of the infinite multiverses. And I'll see you next time here on TIW Podcast. Bye.